This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. This is Marsha Davis. Today I'm going to talk about Jesus' teaching about how to enter the narrow gate. Jesus tells us how to enter a unitive awareness, which he called the kingdom of God. He was a teacher of non-dual reality and taught us how to enter into what other spiritual traditions call enlightenment, liberation, spiritual awakening. In the Sermon on the Mount, he said this, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow the way that leads to life, and only a few find it. In those words, Jesus is pointing us to the door. This is not some esoteric teaching or rare experience for the spiritual elite. Every person has experiences of unitive awareness. What the letter to the Hebrews describes as being enlightened, tasting the heavenly gift, and partaking of the Holy Spirit. If you are listening to me now, it is likely because you have tasted this reality and you want to live in it, to abide in it, The reason why seekers seek this is because they have known it before, no matter how faintly or fleetingly. In other words, seekers know what they're looking for. They may not be able to put it into words, but they would know instantly if they saw it again. The Apostle Paul says in Romans that everyone knows God. He says that God is clearly seen in the things that have been made, so people are without excuse. Everyone has experienced the divine to some extent, even if, as Paul says in that passage, they have suppressed that truth in unrighteousness. You have experienced the divine, if only for a moment. Think about those times you have had a spiritual experience that was meaningful to you. For many people that comes through nature, it seems that the natural world does a better job of communicating the divine than religion does. That's why so many people say that they experience God better in the woods than in the pews. And maybe that's true of you. Well, maybe it was in prayer or meditation that you had that moment of spiritual insight. Maybe it was triggered by something that you heard a spiritual teacher say, or something that you read in a book. Maybe it came out of the blue as you were just taking a walk. Maybe it came out of a struggle with depression or a difficult time in life. Perhaps it happened during a spiritual retreat. Or maybe it was prompted by music or art or athletics. Whatever it was, identify a time when spiritual reality 
came through to you clearly. For me, it is spacious places of natural beauty that open into the glory of God. But it can be anything. For C.S. Lewis, it was a wardrobe and a spare room that was the door. Identify those times and places that naturally open up divine reality to you. That is your narrow gate and straight way. Recognize that and focus on that. It does not have to be some overwhelming and great spiritual experience. It could be simply a subtle sense of the presence of the Spirit, a tiny glimpse of heaven. This is an opening into non-dual reality. Divinity is all around us. All we have to do is notice it. When we notice it, then we have to follow up. As Elizabeth Barrett Browning wrote, Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush afire with God, but only he who sees take off his shoes. The rest sit around and pluck blackberries. Take off your shoes. That means to honor that experience as a doorway to the divine. Draw closer to it. As the Bible says, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. As you draw near the divine glory that shines through this opening becomes brighter. Focus and draw closer still. You know, this is all about simply noticing what is already there and paying attention to it and focusing on it. This is the gate that Jesus was talking about. Once again, it doesn't matter how small it is. Jesus said in one story that can be as small as the eye of a needle. As long as you can identify something in your life that is a divine opening into reality, that's enough. All you need is a glimmer. This is the narrow gate that opens into the kingdom of God. This is the gate to liberation and enlightenment. This is what Jacob called the gate of heaven. And you can enter that gate no matter how small it may seem. Jesus said that not many enter, but all are invited. That includes you. If the opening is the size of a peephole, then just stick your finger in it. Then at least your finger is in the kingdom of God. And then wiggle it around and stretch that opening and fit a couple of fingers in and then maybe both hands and then stretch it open and, and work at it till you can get your arm in and then your shoulder and then your head and then climb through. On the cover of my book, Experiencing God Directly, The Way of Christian Non-Duality, I put a woodcut entitled The Flammarian Engraving by an unknown 19th century artist. It shows a man clothed in a long robe and carrying a staff who's obviously been on a journey. And he's come to the edge of the earth where it meets the sky. He kneels down and passes his head and shoulders and right arm 
through the star-studded firmament, discovering a marvelous spiritual realm. We all can do this. We just need to keep focused until we are through this narrow gate into the kingdom of God, until we are fully enveloped by this glory and bathed in the waters of heaven. This is the baptism of the Holy Spirit that the Bible talks about. It does not matter how small that first glimpse of non-dual reality is. It's enough. That's why Jesus told stories about a mustard seed that's the smallest of all seeds that grows into the kingdom of God. He uses the idea of a small amount of yeast that can enlarge into the kingdom of God. These are different ways that Jesus had of speaking about the narrow gate and the straight way to the kingdom. And the word straight that's used in the traditional translation of this verse means narrow. It's not the word that means not crooked. It's S-T-R-A-I-T. There's no G-H in this word. This is the the word that's used in the word straight jacket. So it means narrow and confining. You have to squeeze through this narrow gate, this straight gate, into the kingdom of God. There's a series of caves a few miles from where I live in the mountains of New Hampshire called Polar Caves that is popular with tourists. And one of the passages is called the lemon squeeze, because you have to squeeze your body through it to get past. A lot of people can't do it. That's how tight it is to squeeze through the straight gate to the kingdom of God. It's like going through the eye of a needle, Jesus says. You can do it, but you can't take anything with you. You have to shed everything that you are including and especially your own self. Your ego definitely will not fit through. If your ego is anything like mine, it's way too large. I liken the the straight gate to a black hole in space, like the one that's at the center of our galaxy and of, of every galaxy. The gravity is so strong that nothing can survive going into a black hole. But it is theorized that everything that goes into a black hole may come out into another universe. We enter through the narrow gate and we no longer are. This no-self comes through into the kingdom of God. We become nothing, no self, to enter the kingdom. Now, it does not take too much thinking about this metaphor to see that it is symbolic of the birth process. This straight and narrow way is the spiritual birth canal. And we are moving toward the light in being born again. This is what Jesus is talking about when he's using that term born again. This is true spiritual conversion, not the pale imitation hawked by televangelists. This is the kingdom of God. This is enlightenment. 
Entering through the narrow gate is like being born into a new world, transitioning into reality. It's like going from darkness to light. It's like coming out of Plato's cave of shadows into the real world. You are the prodigal son or daughter, to quote another of Jesus' parables. The narrow gate is the gate to home. And the prodigal had to leave home to return home. But that's a truth for another episode. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the way that leads to life, and only a few find it. You have found it. Welcome home. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.